This is Speaking of Sports, a weekly podcast where we give you our take on sports' biggest stories and news. I'm your host, Ray Scipione, along with Coach Al Harris, Chad the Whiz Kid Grimley, and the Godfather, Chuck Grimley. Speaking of Sports is sponsored by Grimley Financial and produced by WildfirePodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. The boys are back. Speaking of sports, we got a lot to get to. I'm your host, Ray Shipione, along with the crew here, and uh, we're going to dive right in to our Philly Five. And, uh, boys, what happened to the 76ers last night? Ooh. I know. Go ahead, Coach. A lot of comments back and forth. This thing is not just – just the tip of the iceberg here. Nothing's going to surprise me who's going to get fired and who can't play with who again. We're going to go through. The- Absolutely. So for those of you that may not have uh, saw last night, comments back and forth. Joel Embiid uh, referencing that uh, we don't have the Houston Harden. And, Ouch. Uh, hello, Chuck. Talk well, to me, yeah. baby. What's going on? Yeah, we don't have the Houston Harden. That's for sure. Uh, I want to be the first person to put this out there. Uh, So we know that Simmons got completely vilified, career-altering for both Simmons and the Sixers in many ways Yes, uh, because of the circumstance under the rim, blah, blah. Who quit more, Simmons on that play against Atlanta or last night Harden not taking a shot in the second half? He gets to the foul line ten times a game. No foul. And you said the first time. Ever in the history of the NBA. In the history of of the the NBA. So who quit more, Simmons or Harden? I'll put that out to the entire Delaware Valley. And if you think it's Simmons over Harden, you know how to get a hold of us. 609-828-5569. Please call me. Please. Because Harden last night flat out quit. And Jimmy Butler heard screaming as he walked into the hallway. What did he say there, Wiz? He he was saying, you got rid of me for Tobias Harris. <laughs> oh, my God. About that. That That's basically Harris. what he was saying walking around. I mean, talk about shots fired here. Oh, my and, God. And then later, Embiid, well, you know, he gave some credit to the Heat. Right. And obviously has a really good relationship with Butler. And he said, exactly. I'm, I'm happy for him. I won't sit here, though, and say I didn't wish <laughs> he was my teammate. I still don't know how we let him go. Okay, yeah. so you know, you got you, you got your MVP player saying they traded basically the wrong guy. What, what does Harden feel about that? Well, you know, the bottom line was um, he didn't make any uh, friends on the team, and during several uh, huddles uh, – timeouts with Brown, Coach Brown. Right. He ridiculed the guy, which is consistent with the pattern that he had in Minnesota where he called out, I can't use the word, the P word, he challenged Wiggins and Towns to a fight. First he said one-on-one, and they wouldn't play him. It was during practice. And he said, you lack guts and manhood, and I'll beat you wow. right now. And that was in Minnesota, so he was quickly, you know, <laughs> exiled from – from the Timberwolves. Uh, this is the guy's persona. And, right. yeah, he's a hell of a player. And if he stayed, I think we probably would be a better, a better team. Uh, can, can, I was but, just going to say, can can anyone imagine this team with Butler this year? Well, what I think is going on right now is Embiid is pleading. He is saying, <laughs> I need a shooting guard, yeah. a yes. real yeah. shooting guard, whether that's the old James Harden or someone else, a butler, anyone who can actually shoot the ball and will, is not afraid to play. Right. Because what happened in that second half yesterday was so, so frustrating to watch. What was James Harden doing? It's like he didn't want to be there. Uh, I, I know. And do you think Harden goes into the locker room and, and goes to Embiid, yo, what are you, what are you saying about me? I, well, I, that, that does make you wonder how that plays out internally. Man, yeah, I mean – there's no sugarcoating there. No. I mean, we did not get the guy fans you all thought we were going to get. 
Uh, and I think Embiid, a smart player, what a what a warrior. Let's just talk for a second. Absolutely. About the, all, the cumulative aspect. I mean, he's got a broken face, his hands, everything else that hurts. with these. They play these playoff games, man, every two days. What a pace. I thought they'd come out last night on fire. They did a little bit. I guess they just lost. I guess they lacked the coach who didn't talent. Is, is, I mean, you got to knock the ball in. Well, like you were saying earlier, seven foot men aren't their bodies aren't supposed to their knees, their their feet. Like like we don't have any idea what it's like every time these guys fall to the ground. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's why you see a lot of big men with all these issues. And it's always this. Just look at Bill Walton. Look at his career of pain, his feet, you know, back. It's all the big men. But it, it, it leaves you wondering, is Doc – there's so many questions. No, is Doc gone? gone? He's gone. Doc's he's gone. gone. We all agree he's, that Doc's gone. Agree. No pushback. I do, agree do, he's gone. Uh, okay, what do we do with Harden? He, he's uh, $47 million next year. You're going to pay and, $47 and, million and watch this? And you can't because – I don't think, and I don't know the contractual side of things here, but I don't think there's a scenario where it's a one-year deal. I think if you if you re-up him, um, well, Al, he's three he's or got five. An, no, he's got a player opt-in. Correct. He's it's got a, a player, player option. It's a player option next year. For 47-5, okay. and then you have a stipulation where he, you, you can sign him for three more years, and by that Which time you you're talking want. 50 to $60 million a year. And yeah. the man is nowhere near worth it. I was going to no. ask this question. Can the Sixers – up them, uh, actually reduce them for a year because hard knows he's not worth that 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 number. Can they bring him back for a reduction for one year? I don't know what the small print is and things like that, but the, if there is, they definitely should try. And if he's any kind of man himself, he knows he's not no. worth that much Listen, money. But you know, they don't think that way. They're prima donnas. Who would give him? Is there anybody out there that would even take him for that? Nobody, right? There, there's nowhere he could go. When you look at his stats now uh, in the fourth quarter, I mean, I got other stats here that didn't make it to the podcast prep that just came out. But, you know, his fourth quarter numbers, you know, zero and two and four. It, 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 Can't happen. You know, is three point. Now, what he did in a couple games, I have my own theory. He got the 50% shooting from three in a couple games and stopped. Yeah. And I, I turned off the game. I'm flicking around. And I'll come back. Harden's already got 11 points. He's going to end up with 30 tonight. He's got right, a, right. He's got 11 four minutes in, and he's two for four yeah. from three. Yes. I come back late in the third quarter. He's got 13. And guess what he is from three? Two for four. What's that make you think? Yeah. Maybe he got, the, he got the inflation. <laughs> he got the inflated number. You know, they don't do that. There's I no way don't, they do that. I'll uh, tell you, for a, guy, for a guy shooting 27% from three, and he's 0 for 4 a lot, I'm now 2 for 4, I'm going to stop. I don't know that it doesn't exist. Right. I want to ask you in the group a question yes. here. Something I've been hearing a lot on WIP. Yes. Is or does, I should say, Joel Embiid – have a losing culture or really just losing personality around him now. He's taking shots at teammates. He's done it before. Good He's point. an unbelievable player, one of the best in the NBA. There's no argument there. No. But he loses. Every year now he loses. And whether you can say it's his fault or not, he's still the leader on the team. They haven't got out of the conference finals in how many years now? It's a fair question, bud. It's a fair question. Is Joel Embiid the next, what, Carmelo Anthony, the guy who's great? So, so talented, but yeah, just it, can't win. Breaks down. Yeah, I don't think his career is going to be like Iverson was. You know what I mean? It's yeah. almost like Iverson had more, uh, I but, don't know, he was more, a lot of more charge to him. If, and, if we had to really, I mean, I understand we're not like, you know, super basketball guys, but if we had to take one shot, one answer as to what is missing, okay, to get blown out by the heat. What's messy now, primarily, is it the lack of in-your-face, take-your-middle-section-away defense? You know, what, you know what I mean by that. Beyond the arc, you know, as soon as you go through a ball screen, the next guard's already there. Right. I, I saw them do that to hard last night. When he coughed the ball up, he said, that's it. I'm not going to have that. Did you see him get picked last night the, uh, from the left side? It was, it was I, Humiliating how he got picked last night, man. You know, you know we talk about these these uh, players like they're men, 
I mean, how old? How old's Embiid in his mid twenty-seven late, late or twenty-eight? That's what I mean. These yeah. guys, you know, we're we're talking about these young guys, like they're and their bodies. I'm sure like old men, but you know, when they Chuck, had, they just don't have it like had, the old days. Let's go backwards. When they had Reddick, they had the, uh, the oh, forty-point yeah. shooter Curry. You're not no, nobody at this table is going to guess uh, uh, Curry's uh, limited games because the Nets only went so far. What do you think he shot in the playoffs from three? Probably for at least 44, yeah, 45%. Quick, 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 54%, 54% from three. Really? Okay. Amazing. So there's our three-point shooter down the street yep, there in Hoboken. Hoboken. Drummond comes in the back and beat up. Yes. Right now for Embiid to get reduced minutes, pick your spot when you do it because they, they put subs in two. Who do you put in like Drummond? So, right, so that trade – Killed the Sixers. So, but wait in a minute. Opinion. Let me let me play devil's advocate. Yep. Are we are we up on time? We're last close. last thing. What if he's not healthy? That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. I'm you, gonna I'm gonna go on the record and say we didn't get a hundred percent. We didn't get the Houston Harden, but I don't think we got the hundred percent Harden. Truth be told, you're probably you're. I mean, some level of aches and pains. Yeah, you have to be right. Chuck, yeah. you can't be a former MVP. And perform like that. And right, it's not. You it's can't. Not, it's uh. not even just that. But listen, how good he was two years ago, 2019 and 20 season. He had 34 points a game before oh that. God. 36 uh, points a game. Are you talking playoffs or regular? Regular season. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Go to his playoffs. That's still insane. Go, go to his you're, playoffs. You're talking about the year that he was 36. Just tap playoffs. Yeah, he it's had right 31.6 points a game. Yeah, wow. And the year 36. after that, 20. Right. Okay, you have 36 yeah. I'm points. I'm just saying he's still at 32. Know. He's diminished in oh, postseason. Everyone hey. goes down a bit. He went from I 36 know. to 32. Yeah, wipe that sarcasm off his face. What the hell do you mean? He, he, he's greatly. <laughs> like it's bad. He's greatly diminished in postseason. He leaks oil the second he gets the postseason. Because he's facilitating. Yeah, he's facilitating. Uh, he's the facilitator. Let's talk the Eagles. I think we covered the All Sixers. Right. To the Eagles. We're going to talk about the Eagles schedule. Let's right do the now. schedule. Let's, Let's talk about everybody's talking yep. about the Philadelphia Eagles schedule. Soft schedule. Soft schedule. Let's talk. Everyone's uh, they're going to start off four and zero, oh, three and one. Carson Wentz is coming back to Philly. All right. Let's, uh, uh, let's our go. old coach is coming back uh, that you got a picture with. I, I got saw it. you posing. Oh, right. I, I have that too. But. I have the picture. Let's right go here. real quick because we got to pick time on the backside here. We okay. Let's go game by Guys, game real quick. Go ahead. Lead off All at right. week one at Lions. Win. Win. Week two home against the Vikings. Lose. Win. Two Win. and zero. Oh. One and one. Okay, no, uh, two, oh. I won't vote two. At, uh, no, but two everybody, three, you said win. Everybody so I'll keep. Mark it. Right, I'll keep your Win. own tally no, I, here. I got keep it here. Yep. Week three. At at the Washington Commanders, three and zero. At mm, all right, I I got them. Okay, I, just, just win or lose. That's all, right. all we need. Okay, pontification right. will get you nowhere. Week four, home against the Jags. Oh, win! win. Peterson yeah. gets treated like a hero. Yeah. This is the first time I'm hearing this schedule or seeing it. Week oh my God. five at the Cardinals, four and one. Cardinals, they lose Arizona. We- Al, let, let everybody chime in, but quick, Al. Well, it's going to be big with the receivers just, down just, there. Just would or lose, yeah. All right, lose. Thanks. Yeah. Week six, home against the Cowboys. Home, Oof. right? Lose. Home. Lose. Lose. Five and one. Week seven's the bye. Week eight, home against the Steelers. Win. Mm, they win. don't have a quarterback. Six and one. Week nine at the Texans. <sighs> win. Texans stink. That's 7-1, yep. uh, man. I mean, it could be an ups. No, 7-1. After that, we're home. Again. Uh, we have the Washington Commanders again. This is unbelievable. They lose. Carson Wentz comes home and beats the Eagles. I'm going to say this. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just going to go against the trend. Right. And I'm just going to make that uh, so I can go 7-2 and two because yep. I'm probably wrong on one of the wins. Correct. That was and, very and aggressive. Absolutely. They're not so, going to. Yeah, definitely. So I'm just going to We could be that lucky. I'm going to adjust back. 7-2. 7-2. Seven seven go, go. All right. Week 11 at the Colts. Whew. Se- lose. 7-3. Lose. Yep. Week 12. Home against the Packers. Lose. 7-4. Mm-hmm. Week yeah, 13. Lose. Home against the Titans. Win. Eight and four win. They're not losing that. They're not losing that many games. All in right, a row. we got to finish up here. We got a couple more. Week fourteen at the Giants. 
Win. Nine, nine and four. Week 15 at the Bears. Win. Ten and four. Yep. Win. Week 16 at the Cowboys. Ten and five. Lose. And They're really going to get swept by the Cowboys? I, I had a winning uh, oh, against Cowboys. Man. All right, we got two more. Right, go ahead. Week 17, home against the Saints. Win. No, win. Quarter, win. no quarterback. Yeah, 11 absolutely. and 5. And then last but not least, well, maybe least, home against the New York Giants. Win. Win. Yeah. I got them winning 12 out of 17, right? 12 and 5. What would you have, bud? I had him 11 and 6. Okay, so we got 11, 12 6, 12, 5, 2. I'll take either. I'll take yeah. 12 and 5, and 11 and 6. That is a nice schedule. It wins man. A div- uh, it's unbelievable. It's and, like. And if you happen to be good, if he comes out and is that's, just slightly that, that better. That gives the chance with the, with the skill position upgrade. That gives Hurts the chance to matriculate. Another year without having to be great. Matriculate. Uh, who was the old <laughs> Kansas City coach? You got to matriculate, boys. <laughs> matriculate up the field. Yeah, he didn't know what it meant, though. No. I think Lori went out to do, dinner. Got to do a better job. Lori went out to dinner, had some fancy wine, and made called the schedule maker and said, how about this? So, that, that's unbelievable. Now, that wins a division. Oh, clearly. but but it, it or, or definitely wild card, it, if not. It would appear that all of us are wrong. I mean, Vegas has them at eight and a half. How about that, man? Wow. Eight and a half. Yeah, how about that? They're they're well they're banking on uh, our quarterback not being very good but I, I, look you you got Menchu backing him up I'm telling you I I I honestly believe if he somehow uh, starts off zero and two or one and three they're pulling him they can't on this schedule start off zero and three no well, now, of course they not. Got, I mean, they're they're pulling him well you're excited about that kid from Toledo they got <laughs> in, in a year or two you watch the kid from Toledo you watch the he's gonna kid be great from Toledo. according to Ray absolutely he's gonna be strong all right we got to move Carson's on his name's Carson strong. so let's go to the Phillies let's go um, who would have thunk it three who out of four it? three out of four um. To a team that's 50 games under 500 the last four years oh on, on, on the road. Oh and to stipulate that, no other 500 team, and I did the research myself, no other 500 team is anywhere close to that road record. Why can't the Phillies, we did touch on this earlier, yeah. win on the road? But now they're starting off pretty good. That's a good what? question for Bowen. We asked that of Boa. Yeah. And he yeah. was a little bewildered about that. Yeah, well, Never pitching. got a great answer from, from why they are so bad on the road, other than they perform, why they perform yeah. so badly. He, Look he, at Nola as an example. You know what makes it a bit compelling? A lot of times we throw these statistical things out there, you know, anomalies, aberrations. But in this case, I researched 11 other teams that were 500. Right. And none of them had that type of disastrous road record the last four years. Only the Phillies or the, you know, 10, 12 games under 500 each year on the road. It's, it's well, you know, just the Phillies can't win on the road. Listen, I know one thing about the Phillies. Schwarber cannot get any worse. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> he can Boy, only get better. Never say never. Did anybody on our uh, team here talk about Schwarber? Yeah, okay. No, what do we no. got first? First, we're going to talk about a player, uh, a player, a, a real player. Mookie Betts, guys. Um, just let's let's listen to a, a few stats. He was our 2018 MVP. Okay. Um. Through years 15 and 17, okay, he had an on-base percentage of 350, a 492 slug, eh, okay. 2018, 438 on-base and a 640 slug. And uh, now we're going to go from 2019 to 22. He's down to 377 on-base percentage and a 512 slug. And now this year... Uh, Mookie's hitting 250, okay, with a 761 OPS. Is he truly elite? Um, how much did the Green Monster ah, help this took, guy? Took the words it helped him. Wade Boggs, but listen, just remember now before we kill this guy, we said the same thing about Bryce Harper in the beginning of last year. So yeah, in but, in Boston, Mookie hit 301 with an 890 OPS. And for the Dodgers, he's hitting 270 for his career with the Dodgers and an 862 OPS. But wait a minute, not far off. Don't scouts see that? Now they would know if. Believe me, they would know if the field before they gave him hundreds of millions of dollars, they would have known. Hey, look, your scouts are coming to you saying, "Look, look, you're making a you're making a mistake. 
this guy, it's because he's playing in Boston that he's hitting this way. Yeah, I don't know that they would say mistake because he's pretty much the same player, but he was averaging 48 doubles a year in Boston. I mean, the player, if you look at the yeah, inflated stats. Yeah, but you just have stats, to slap it 240 it. feet. If you look at the inflated stats, first of all, the Red Sox, this is research I'm doing right now. Wait till you hear this. For like 40 years, the Red Sox lead baseball in, in doubles every year, regardless of where they are offensively. I'll show you years where their OPS is 14th and are number one in doubles because of the Green Monster. Definitely. Talk about an advantage. <laughs> No, I was going to say, I mean, but Betts can help you in so many other ways. He sets a, a presence on a team. He's I a agree. great fielder and I this agree. and that. So he's the kind of guy at 270 with everything else he can do. Yep. He's much more than an adequate player. Made a great throw the other night. He's got a gun. He know. does. I mean, he's a good player. He's a good guy to have on the team for sure. But he's a little under what he's done in, in Boston, there's Just no doubt. So will bit. he improve? Uh, we'll see. They have a loaded lineup, that's for sure. Those Dodgers have a loaded lineup. All right, here we go. Use people wanted it. We provide it with you. And I, I before we start, guys, how many uh, topics are we going to see other news organizations? They're, they're, they're biting from us. <laughs> These guys are clearly copying. We're, we are – nobody could have the stuff that we're putting out. And I'm going to give you something right here that no one it's has. It's nuts. It's nuts. And I'll prove it to you. So just listen to what we're going to tell you right now. And I bet you it takes a day at least. In a day or two, you are going to hear about shift statistics, people. Do the, you understand? The opposite impact of what they think right now they think it's hurting batting averages and i'll be honest with you i did i did too i'm still that way until when i, when, when the, I saw whiz, ryan howard the whiz kid is going to have well, to there you really go. this is move per, the needle professor peabody yeah he's i here. give you yep sherman all right here we <laughs> go <laughs> all right and let me preface this by saying it's a lot of numbers we will put it up on our website so you can actually oh. see what we're looking Here's at the facebook live because crew. this is going to be a lot here and i'll also say that i use like three different sources to grab this information to try to build it all and put it together to make sure it's all legitimate and it is right. all right when it comes to shifts in my opinion the best way to measure is are they truly effective is by looking at the batting average on balls in play. Because if you're moving fielders around, you need to see what's happening on the balls that are hit. Are they getting to the you know defensive guys or not? I agree. So if we take a base here, I didn't want to go back too far. I did two base years. The first one, 2010 to 2014, a five-year sample for lefties. The batting average on balls in play was 302. Okay. Look at what happened in 2021. The batting average on balls in plays for lefties was 290. Before everyone thinks that's a huge, huge change, that's only just about a 4% decrease. If you look at varieties, though, it's it's totally different. There's really no difference. It looks at varieties from 2010 to 2014, that base year, batting average on balls in play was 299. You know what the batting average for righties last year on balls in play? 298. Virtually no difference. So do they that, that do the shift because there's not that many lefties? There's obviously more righties. Now, they do shift more on the lefties. lefties. I will tell you, last year last year there were 38,000 shifts on lefties and only 17,000 on righties. Where do you get that? Where do you get that? Where number, do man? you? Yo, Ray, I, I got to throw these. I quit. I'm, I'm done. Gonna, that's it. I'm done. We're out of here. I'm pulling a George Costanza. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm pulling we're, a George Costanza. I'm out of here. What the hell? Well, Ray, the actual number was 38,200 <laughs> shifts on lefties. No, I got it from Baseball <laughs> Savant for that part. But I have an even a different one. Uh, there's a source, Fangrass, which is really great. I'd tell everyone to check it out. And it actually tells you. You can break down when there's no shift, traditional shifts, and then a new shift where you have you know, more guys on on, uh, on certain sides of the bases. And if you look at the past five years, lefties, average batting, the average batting average over the past five years with the shift was 299. Without the shift, it was 299. Five-year average right there. No difference. Look at righties, it's the same thing. We look at the OPS, the slugging, the balls in play. You're not seeing differences when you pile all these sources together. So everyone says, well, why is, what's the change in baseball? I'll tell you exactly what it is. Strikeouts. And here's why. Go back to this base here for a sec. From 2010 to 2014, the K per nine in the MLB was 7.4. Last year, 
for lefties, I'm doing lefties here, the K per nine was 8.8. That's an 18% increase from the base year. And if you do from 2005 to 2009, it's a 30% increase. Same thing goes for righties. The, the strikeouts are up 20, 30% from whatever base year you really look at over those time spans. And it's showing right now that the shifts aren't the problem. It's the strikeouts. My overtime for sure here. This is too good to, to cut. Absolutely. Um, I have a question for you, bud. And I think your research will demonstrate this. This year, uh, the batting averages are down precipitously. I mean, they're, I think it's 242 to 232 rounded. Okay. That's a lot. Now, strikeouts this year, I don't believe, are up a lot this year. They're not pitching 106. They're still pitching, you know, 96.5, spin rates, all that. Why? And the shifts have gotten better because of analytics. So it, it appears that that drop in overall MLB batting averages it points right to better use of the shifts. They've figured it out. They got all the data from all the players, the miners, the whole thing, and now they're really good at it. If not, why are MLB batting averages down? One of the biggest drops in the history of baseball. What is it this year if it's not the shifts causing that? I rest. Well, a lot of it's still strikeouts. Last year, strikeouts were 8.9 per game. This yeah. year, they're 8.6. That's not a big decrease. Back in the days of 05, 06, 07, they're, they're level. They, they they're were level. In court, we'd th- say they're level. And they were six strikeouts a game. No, 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 no. You don't prevail at this point. No. No, I'm just they're saying level. back in the day. But you're also looking at if strikeouts are level. Why are batting averages down You're looking too early in the year too. Batting averages oh, no. get, do, they do oh, increase no. when it gets you're warmer. You're kidding me. As you're, the ball gets, as it gets warmer, the ball travels they, a little more. It levels off. Batting averages level off really quick out, out of the gates. Not the first thirty days. Well, but you're thirty sh- games in I'll the show season. You, I'll show you that data later. But I don't know what I don't know what the point you're making here the is. The point I'm making is what's making the batting averages go down that much. It's a huge drop. From last year, two forty-two to two thirty-two. Listen, know. guys aren't bunt- listen. Guys aren't bunting for hits. Uh, they're swinging up now. They're not. They're, there's no more line drive hitters. Everybody's swinging from their heels they, now. But they've come down. You know why they had to come down off of of the launch angle nonsense? You know, I say nonsense because it was. You know why? Why? Pitchers that are average in Major League Baseball six four decided to throw the high strike. Now, show me the launch angle against the high strike. As Trout, as Trout yeah. said when he was talking to his dad, it doesn't exist. Right. So they, they got away from launch angle. They're still, hey, if you if I threw you a knee-high strike yes, and you're going to hit it good, okay, are you going to have launch on that ball if it's an extra base hit? You got to. It's, it's down. How would you hit a ball down? Now, the single hitters beating into the ground, that's a different story. But the guys that one hit the ball in the gap, of course they have launch angle, but okay, we're getting all right. Here we go. Here's a good name. Coverage, uh, good coverage on that. Book. That, that was that, that was great that job. Was great from our whiz kid. Um, here's a name that I wasn't aware of. Maybe you haven't heard of him, but Josh Naylor may have just had the greatest late performance in the history of Major League Baseball. Yeah, he, in Monday's game, people, he had eight RBIs in the eighth inning onward helping the Guardians in an incredible comeback win versus the White Sox. By doing so, Naylor became the first player to have eight RBIs from the eighth inning on in a game. And check this out. He also became the first player in Major League history with multiple three-run home runs or Grand Slam from the ninth inning on in a game. What got into this guy? That's what's what makes baseball great. I say it all the time. I mean, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if if you take the the, the different uh, occurrences in the other sports, and you look at basketball, how many crazy, fluke, bizarre things can happen on a basketball court? Now, I mean, what are you going to do? Make a shot behind your back, running through the exits? That's. <laughs> but in baseball, every single day when they do the top ten plays, I sit there and say, "Man, this is a look at this play here. You may never see this again." Right. You know, what he did, you could say fluke. I mean, not to take away from the accomplishment, but this anomaly you're never going to probably see again. Never see never. Baseball's full of anomalies, and I'll never see it again. And plays. I mean, you know, we have a play in, in Major League Baseball where all the runners and fielders ended up at third base yesterday. I counted 12 
people at third base. Wow. They had a double run down the left fielder came in, two umpires shifted, and I got a stop shot of it, but it didn't make it here to the, to, to the hot takes. There's 12 people at third base, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's baseball. That's not football. You don't have those anomalies and do you believe it, you know? So They were practicing a fire drill. You haven't realized <laughs> that. What do you have on this, Wiz? <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. I don't know what came over this guy. It's like he was blessed by God or something yeah. in these last few innings. It was ab- absolutely insane. So is he a guy that we probably never hear from again? Yeah. Is, is he? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, his career says, yeah, you won't, you won't hear from him again. No. All right. Yeah. Uh, since we have a minute, I want to dive back real quick uh, I knew he was. I knew he was. Since I was watching him out. I was watching him. Since my entire shift point would try to be diluted there by the fact that it was the batting average were down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I commented saying that the right, batting average right. is. He was going like this. That they changed <laughs> by, by month, and I was told that that wasn't accurate. Okay. In April last year, batting averages were 232. Ugh. May, 239. June, 246. July 248, August 246, and September, October 250. I they tried. went from 232 to 250 Ouch, by the end just fight? of the year. <laughs> I, I Pretty tried. significant <laughs> increase. So, yeah, maybe it is early in yeah, the year. I did my best. Why the batting average of balls and play are down a little bit. Next time I have your diligence done before, I give you that persuasion. Okay. Now we could just go home, yeah. <laughs> Wiz kid making me the wheeze guy. I yes. knew, I knew this was going to boomerang. I said, "Let me try to get now this out." There we uh, go. There's the bell. That was great. Oh, good, I don't even want to talk about good, this. Good, good work, Wiz. I don't even want to talk about this, but we will. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, people, his struggles are continuing. And uh, here's the current slash line when he's batting leadoff. Oh God. Uh, are these numbers these for are, real? These numbers Unfortunately, they are for real. He's batting 113, people. That's 113. He's got a 179 on-base percentage, a 194 slug, and a 373 OPS. Um, that, I mean, that that's yeah. insane. And, and, and They're 54. Let me just lead you, yeah. leave you with yeah. this. They're 54 leadoff hitters in the big leagues with 20 or more plate appearances. Kyle Schwarber's batting average and on-base percentage are second worst among those 54 other leadoff hitters. Ruben Amaro said, it's early yet. Give him time, my friend. Well, what about his power? Yeah. And uh, with two strikes, uh, any situation, 0-2, 1-2, 2 or full, he's 148. Late and close, like 148. That's Schwarber. So he'll get you his 25 to 30 home runs, striking out 33%. This guy cannot bat leadoff. And he's got the curse. He's got the curse of Chuck Grimley. Yes, Yes, he he does. does. Because he hated the Harden trade. And look what happened to Harden. Harden. Now he hated the Schwarber trade. I mean, the guy's a 200 hitter. And, uh, you know, know, late in the game. Everything comes in threes. I can hardly wait. (laughs) 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 So I'm going to say from whatever angle you look at this, you would say that, hey, Schwarber's one of the worst leadoff hitters in baseball. I would say that this year he is the worst only because the guy below him, Ray, yes. uh, Nicky Lopez for the Royals, he's making $3 million this year, right. while Kyle Schwarber's making a very cool $19 million uh, this wow. year. Yeah. Who the hell is Nicky Lopez? He actually had a good year last year did for the he? Royals. Yeah, he did. He sounds like a guy that played on my team. Nicky! Yeah, right. Yo, Nicky! Yeah, and if you want to get sick in your mouth, listen yes. to Schwarber talk talk baseball with you about everything's fine don't you but worry the, that's not a valid question everything's going to be great uh, and yeah, the phillies they don't they don't know how to do the lineup why yeah. why is, is hoskins why hoskins on base percentage is lower than gene segura's batting average and hoskins is our leadoff guy why yeah. why is gene segura not the leadoff guy it makes no sense the lineup construction is just it's so baffling process of elimination they tried everybody else out or just <laughs> then if you're it's the, his turn then if you're the gm al because we know what a leadoff hitter does to a lineup all ships rise why would you not go out and make a concerted effort to get somebody can bat at the top of the order why not a table center because you know the power in back of that with jt and everybody else in harper why would with harper coming off an mvp season and no, you know, the OPS plus that. Why would you not go out and get somebody that you know is going to get on base 360 plus? He doesn't have to bat 
300. But go get somebody that's going to be on base 36% of the time. Why wouldn't you do that? I was watching a game last night, and Harper hit a home run in the first inning, and the announcer right away said, but we'd never have men on base. For him. Right, so never. Right. And, yeah. and what's that on-base percentage? So like 360-plus? Yeah. Well, yeah, Segura's 369 right now. Yeah. What's he? Do you have what he's doing bad leadoff for the short stint that it was? What, how about career leadoff? I don't have a right, I don't have right in front of me. Come but I'm saying is this year, okay, we'll, we'll this year, he has to be the leadoff hitter. Well, who else would he put in leadoff right now? Who else? Yeah, you don't well, if we're going to have a softball lineup, let yeah. 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 put Harper first yeah, so he gets yeah, up right. that extra time. Guess what? That's touche. Yeah. Damn straight. Um, this is fun. The uh, Rangers manager had some interesting walk-off home run comments. So in game one of Sunday's doubleheader at Yankee Stadium uh, with a notoriously short right field fence, Glaber Torres hit a walk-off home run to right field, which prompted uh, Rangers manager Chris Woodward to state confidently after the game, quote, that's an easy out in 99% of major league ballparks. He just happened to hit it in a little league ballpark, end quote. While the right field porch in Yankee Stadium is very short, uh, Woodward misspoke greatly here. The home run that Torres hit went 369 feet, and that would have been a home run in 26 of 30 major league parks, or 87% of them. And that's what we do on this show. Our research team, man. We research uh, what people say, man, and we right. tell you if these guys are right or not. And, and, and he, he was wrong. Yeah, I'll take 370, 69, 70 just, feet any day. Just the audacity to refer to Yankee Stadium. Yeah, as a little league ballpark. Park. I mean, yeah. it's a mecca, okay? How many things in in the world, stadium-wise? Now, I understand it's not the original, and I get that. But, I mean, to demean Yankee Stadium, uh, it's a short right field. Boston has the monster. Exactly. Uh, you know, the, there's these little nooks and Should crannies. they change yeah. these? Should they change these? Yeah, talk to Baltimore. What did they do? They moved the fence out 30 feet, and <laughs> they can't hit on runs at all. I'm just you surprised know. that you saw this comment coming from a guy or their team currently. I know it's a couple of days later. Yeah. They're 13 and 17. They're already seven games back. Their season's right. virtually over. Right. And right. he's making these comments out there, like drawing this attention on himself in a negative way for the team. That's not what your team needs right That's now. That's a great point. It's that, just not, not, that, the, that, not the momentum. That reaches the clubhouse. And that's the type of Bush League comment where all the other players cringe and look and say, Al, he didn't really say that. And the guy alongside the player says, yeah, he did. So-and-so was there in, in, in the in the post. And you just go, he can't do that. you got to get to the manager. Could I tell you Coach, thing, don't though? talk like that. Is know? the fence not short for both teams? Exactly. Yeah, you know the exactly. Yankees are stacked with any? power lefties. Yeah, they stack but, them at lefties. Well, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. What, yeah. what are you going to change? The, or no one complains about the Colorado Rockies there, or they do. But and, you know what? They deal with it. And their righties go the opposite way really, really good. You know, Stanton moves the ball really good. I mean. Uh, well, I think off the bat he thought it was an out, and then all of a sudden he didn't know what to say, and that's what he blurted out. He maybe I mean, so the ball the ball does carry to right does. here. I mean, there, there, there's been some pop-ups that have uh, – Made their you know, way so what do you say over the fence? So as a responsible major league manager, you no, make a comment you, you like, can't say that. "Hey, you know what? I'm not going to blame my pitcher there. Right. I think it's a fly ball in a lot of parks. No one, no one's going to take offense to that, right?" And then maybe right. an announcer comes back uh, the next day and says, oh, "Coach, by the way, that's a home run in yeah. 26 out of 30 balls." Yeah, because it did go 370 feet to right field, Thank which you. will get you out of most yards. Right? Absolutely. Hey, long time, man. Hey, how about those LA Angels people? I love finally, this. finally, the LA Angels with the two best players in baseball, generation type players, people, not just the two best players for a couple of years. These are going to be the probably the two best players of our generation. They're finally winning. The Angels are 21-12, and 12, and they have some impressive numbers uh, to back that up, and I will defer to the Wiz Kid. All right, so obviously, just look at the names. They have a powerful lineup. So this shouldn't come as a total surprise that their team, OPS 751, is wow. the best in baseball. Wow. 45 home runs, best in baseball. Wow. 
just under five runs a game, third best in baseball. On the bad side, 303 strikeouts. That's second most in MLB. That's something come postseason, assuming they're there. Yep, you yep, got yep. to worry about that a little bit, a little bit. Now it's early. X the Yankees. Now the great thing, the best thing for the Angels right now, the, the surprise is their pitching. If you remember last year, <laughs> now, I don't think any of these guys are on the team yet. I, I doubt it. Last year, I think in their draft for the first time in MLB history, they drafted a pitcher in every single spot. pick. They said awesome. they finally realized, look, awesome. we have so many hitters and we can't pitch. But look what's going on right now. First, Otani's doing good. Uh, no, a new addition, Noah Syndergaard from the Mets. I think they call him Thor. Thor. He's doing good. They have a 3.3 team ERA, Not which is bad. fifth lowest in baseball. Not bad at and all. And probably the most shocking stat is that the Angels are loaded with power, but they still respect the small ball approach. Maddie. They're the third most sacrificed bunts in the MLB. The th- they are third in stolen bases and sixth in walks. Team baseball. Hey, listen. That's bad. Uh, they, they're led by Otani and Trout, but um, as we discovered before, Taylor Ward is is the not-so-well-known offensive piece uh, to this team. He leads the team, actually, with a 367 average, a 490 on-base percentage, and a 1.199 OPS, and the Angels are doing all their damage, while two-time silver slugger Anthony Rendon who I won't tell you the story about again, uh, Chuck. <laughs> He's still struggling, man. Rendon, and this kills me because, again, I've seen this kid since college, one of the best hitters I've ever seen. He's 198 right now with a 358 slug. Wait till he starts hitting because he's going to start hitting. And he is the last two weeks. He's, he's on the rise. And yeah. and last but not least, um, Angels rookie Reed Detmers just threw a no-hitter. Um, the team yeah. is firing on all cylinders, right? Yeah. They really are. I mean, listen. And, and you know what's what's really scary, too? Look at, like, Taylor Ward. Yeah. If you get his confidence up and he's got Trout around him and Otani around Walsh. him and Walsh and Rendon, so, so he's not going to stop. Yeah. You have these hitters. They, ma- they make you better. And once that guy gets that confidence, which it looks like he has now, and watch let's, out. And let's throw this in, which is 100% true. All those people out there say, oh, that doesn't really mean anything, protection. If all these other guys are going to rake like that, tell me Trout's not going to continue to feast on better oh my pitching. God, right? Because you really now don't have room to dispose of Trout, whether he's batting second or third, and say, we'll just put him on. So, you know, we always said coaching that when your star player was out. We would always have this conversation. Oh, man, what it does to the lineup. I know. So, you know, Trout's just I'm gonna take. I'm going to take my overtime. Good out What are the odds of, of the same team getting the player of our generation? Right. And, and then the and next one. And, and no. the Babe Ruth yeah. of our generation. Right. It, I don't and, know. And they're coming to Philly in a couple of weeks. We have tic- uh, a bunch of tickets. We, I mean, I, tickets. we always get tickets. And we, we better be close. We're going to do if, a podcast. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to do podcast. We better be close at Grimly yeah. Financial. Yeah, we'll, if anyone hasn't seen. You won't seen, need binoculars. If anyone hasn't seen Mike Trout's swing, you have to go check. He yeah, has right. the most powerful swing I've ever seen. Short he starts tall, yeah. and he just absolutely explodes on the ball. It is it is something to watch. And it really is. Uh, the Wiz just walked into a Hornets. That's, although he's not close to Stanton on, it, on exit speeds. I'm not saying that he well, hits the ball harder than one. I'm saying his swing is gorgeous. Stanton is a thoroughbred. His yeah, he's, body he's is He's a redwood. Would you rather have Stanton or Trout on your team? What do you mean, ooh? Ooh, I can't answer it. You can't answer it. You are absolutely crazy. They caught a trout for that guy. Here's a guy you might want. So Christian Yelich. Yelich. The Brewer slugger Christian Yelts just hit for the cycle on Wednesday night, becoming the sixth player in Major League history to hit for the cycle not once, guys, but three times in his career. But get this. All three of his cycles, I mean, this is insane. All three of his cycles came against the same team, the Cincinnati Reds. Poor Reds. <laughs> Yelich yeah. was the 2018 uh, MVP winner and finished second in 2019, has seen his numbers drop. I can't believe this, uh, how this guy, I mean, was this guy maybe taking something that he shouldn't have been taking? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying he's currently hitting 259 
with an eight an eight thirty eight uh, OPS, not bad by any means, but certainly below his career numbers of two ninety one and eight fifty six. I mean, uh, this this guy was incredible. Yeah, we've all it reminds played. Me, it reminds me of the drop of Ryan Howard How after hard, after fifty four home runs. How hard's the cycle? I mean, oh my God! But wait a minute, three <laughs> times, and how the hell do you do? Listen, the last guy from the Reds should have yeah. hit his ass, I, right? How I was, do you yeah. let you? Gotta, I was gonna you, say, you, you gotta you, know yeah. this. You yeah. can't let that embarrassment come on to you. The, I agree. the manager I agree. knows I this agree. guy's gonna he's, hit for the cycle yeah. again. He's walking. Duh. He's not getting yeah. the cycle goes. Uh, for the third time. I will care. take the two days of embarrassment in yeah. the yes. media <laughs> and the lifetime achievement award for giving up a cycle three times I against will. one guy. Oh, that's it's great. Bad stuff. enough the Reds are terrible will, this now year. Now wait a minute. We were playing I've got to tell this story real quick. We were playing a weak team in high school and uh, I was rather cocky. So Shocking. Going into my last at bat, I um, I had a home run, a double and a triple. I needed a single for the cycle. Okay. So I run out to uh, left field and I go to my buddy John who's in center. I said, what looks better in the paper? The cycle or two home run game, and he's like the cycle, dude. You gotta just go up, lace a single, and that's it. Well, big headed Ray went up, and uh, I hit another homer. So I ended up with two homers, a triple, wow. and a double. Oh, and you know wow. what? Oh, who cares about the damn cycle? <laughs> you cycled the bases a couple you, times. That's right. You, you drive go. cycles. You, would, you know, you don't hit them. I would take that game in a second over the two cycle. home runs right yeah i wouldn't cycle so much no. right i had one home run in my career which was a bomb so the fact that you hit two in one game okay yeah. oh yeah that's and, awesome and you know it's not <laughs> that's awesome you know it's not i was a good baseball player i made all conferences i had one home run in my career yes uh no, no we're not talking softball but in in, in baseball we're counted uh i had one against gloucester catholic and don Pisker, nice nice and they were 18 and 0 and nice. we beat them on a friday afternoon and i go by that field in Woodbury, when I go to see my daughter and son-in-law, and you look for the ball. Chuck's still looking for, still the ball? for the ball. <laughs> that ball's <laughs> around here somewhere. Or wait a minute, that ball's now, around here somewhere. Now Yelich is in good company. Yes, uh, he's got yes. Trey Turner has done it three times. Uh, Andre Beltre is that his name? Adrian Beltre. Adrian, Beltre. Adrian yeah. Beltre. Sorry about that. I think I'll get this one right. Babe Ruth. Oh, and uh, hello. and two guys that go well, you know, before Babe Ruth. Let but me, it's good company. I, I got to tell you guys, and I'm just going to say this. Yeah. I love Babe Ruth. Out of out of every player that's ever played, I love Babe Ruth. I looked at you. I thought you meant the candy bar. I, well, I love the candy. <laughs> but years ago, and I don't care. <laughs> A little late. I'm going to use uh, <laughs> I'm using Al's overtime real quick. Jimmy <laughs> years and <laughs> Jimmy on the symbols. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. It's the one button we does, got. The does drums. the rim shot a week later? I, and and uh, I hate myself for this, but um, I was on an auction site and there was a ball from Babe Ruth, and it and in perfect blue. It said to Ray, Babe Ruth, and I I bid on the ball as high as I could go, which I think was a couple thousand back then, and I regret. And I, I so search for this ball because it's got to come up again. These these balls come up in you know auctions and collections. But I swear to God, if I got to rob a bank, the next time that ball comes up, I'm getting two ray. And it's so clear. And you know what? what? Who what wants was, a two ray ball? What was the the number on it? What was? The, I I stopped it. It was like five thousand. Then it, I think it went up to that's like a ten thousand dollar. There's ball, one ball that was out there from another league that he was in, mm -hmm. and it was it was a little faded, but mm -hmm. you could easily still see Babe Ruth. Ruth was a little faded, and it was an official ball, um, and that was eight grand. And I thought, well, this is the only time I have an opportunity Did to have you? a Babe. No, you didn't. It takes two when you're married. Yeah. So Did I, you do? No, I didn't. Oh, man. I That's really wanted deal. to add Babe Ruth to my collection. I would love it. Yeah. Ray, do you have any idea who that Ray was that was no, on the ball? No, they, they, the story, they usually do have a good story about yeah. who Ray was. This one didn't. It just said to Ray. And that actually diminishes the value. Yes, Because nobody, yeah. unless, yep. unless yep. you're Ray. Restricts yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. It's just sentimental at that point. It is, but man. Name, yeah, yeah. And, and it just and I, can't I wish believe, it was today and not yesterday. And if you had that, I can't believe how you would you would hesitate to blow up the story that, yeah, I was like one year old when George Herman Ruth was right at the end and he saw me and he made it out to Ray. Yes, <laughs> I wish. 
All right, boys, the Mets and Yankees, like we stated uh, a week or two ago, they're both in first place for the first time in decades. Look at this. These guys took what I said and researched it. On this date, my anniversary to my lovely wife, Sharon, May 13th, let's compare the two teams. But uh, first, a fun stat. Uh, we are recording this show, as I just said, on Friday, May 13th. Uh, the dreaded Friday 13th, my favorite day of my life because I love the number 13. Well, it just so happens that both the Mets and Yankees both have 113 okay. walks this our, year. Our, our if this comes up, if they say this yeah. on ESPN yeah. tonight, yeah. I'm quitting and I'm suing those bastards. We ought to just clarify what we're talking about. A Absolutely. lot of stuff that we put out on the podcast, and we're not trying to give ourselves no. lofty too much credit but here. But we are. But we put some very different stuff out there and heard it on MLB or often the radio, yeah. often the Philadelphia Inquirer article last year we called trout one big muscle four days later on mlb that you yeah, know trout's he's he's one big muscle you can't make day, this up man. yeah this this last week we we did one of our features it was a feature this week in an article yeah. that was kind of di- so hey listen once you put it out there you know it, it's going to happen it, it's you know but go back on point all right fun. so the yankees are 23 and 8 uh that's a 742 winning percentage they have a plus 60 run differential wow they're scoring around 50 percent of their runs from the long ball people and the uh, aforementioned uh, short porch and right they are second in ops at 741 uh runs per game they're fifth at 4.84 They've played 13 games on the road and are 13-4. and four. Uh, Benefited from a very soft schedule so far. Yeah, very, Detroit, yeah. Baltimore, the Royals. The Yanks have the third-best ERA at 2.75 and the number one bullpen ERA at That's what makes it tough. That's what makes Wiz, it tough. tell us about the Mets. Well, the Mets are doing pretty good as well. They're 22-11. They've got a plus-36 run differential. Not quite the offense, obviously. They're eighth in runs per game at 4.4, still very respectable. They're eighth in OPS, slightly more competitive schedule. Mm-hmm. Their pitching has done fantastic, 3.29 ERA. And remember, that's without the best pitcher in baseball, Jacob DeGrom. Wow. Um, the Yankees, more importantly, are first overall in war. At 13.3. How about all these 13s today? Yeah, While the Mets are fourth at 10.8, the Angels are second in war at 12.2, which is a full point below the Yankees. Uh, guys, a Subway World Series, would that help galvanize MLB? Uh, and is it good for two New York teams to keep winning? Al, what do you think? Hey, you buy the best team sometimes. and. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you should so win, put it that way. Team, that's right. Money so, does buy oh, happiness. No doubt about it. There but, you go. Uh, they got a lot of talent. Yeah, absolutely. Teams. And money does that, right, uh, Chuck? Uh, yeah, just ask the Dodgers. I mean, God, look at their payroll every year. But I, honestly, look at I, Chuck. He put this team together. <laughs> that's exactly right. The best, best money could be a team. Your ass. <laughs> I do think it's. I do think it's good for baseball always when the Yankees are winning, uh, because love them or hate them, and a lot of people love them and hate them. When they more they win, the more attention they get, and uh, that just draws people's opinions out. So I do think at least the Yankees, it's always good for baseball when they are winning. If so they put both New York teams in the World Series, hear me out. I'm on record, not at the level of other predictions like Freeman and Harden and Schwarber, but but right there, it would be so good for baseball to have the major media in New York market and both teams in the World Series by Game Four, Five, Six, and Seven. You would have all-time record TV viewing everything along with it, okay? I'll disagree with you, and I'll tell okay. you why. I'll we, tell you why. We may get to see it. Put Mike Trout in that World Series. Mm. And Otani. Good point. You put Otani and Trout. Yeah. Who's been in one playoff series, people? Trout, yeah. I'm talking about. That's a good one, Ray. I'm telling you, because you got both L.A. teams in the American League. You know, or, or and, and talk West Coast talk teams com- don't draw big market. But, 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 but Otani's international two, attention. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, not only, a absolutely, not a only do you got Babe Ruth, you got the Japanese Babe Ruth. Exactly. And, and 
There exactly. you go. So you're going to get a billion fans from Japan. Yeah, there's only 140 million people in New York City and, 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 and boroughs in North Jersey. But no, that's a good comeback. Uh, so if it were the Angels and, a, and the Mets, would it would be a bigger draw versus the Yankees and the Mets? Is it good I'll, I'll tell good you what would be question. even bigger. I'll be honest with you. The Yankees and the Angels. You know how we're going to do Wait, wait, wait. What, what the about Angels. the Angels? Oh, wait, this couldn't. Oh, no. Yes, it could. Angels and the Dodgers. Yeah, it could happen. Both L.A. Yeah, teams there? Or? Well, there you go. It, yeah. But he's saying the Nobody West. I don't think that. Now, I'll agree with you there. Even with Trout and Otani, the two California teams would not draw. Sag. They sag. Would yeah. not draw what the just, two New York teams would. It's just not the culture. Absolutely just not. Look, they look show at, up in the third inning. Yeah, look at any of the numbers. Look with at, their skinny ties. <laughs> you know how that is. Uh, look at, they look wouldn't draw. Ravine, the Dodger Stadium, seventh inning with people who oh, already left insane. the 1-1 game. They wouldn't draw, but the national watching yeah. audience would yeah. be fantastic. Yeah, let's let's hope it's the Mets-Yankees uh, or Mets-Angels. No, that, that, a Yankees-Angels. Well, man. Phillies, of course. I'm not going to hope for that. I no. Mean, yeah. I, I want the Phillies. I, well, I... Excluding the Phillies, yeah, yeah. okay, of, of okay. course. Excluding the Phillies, I'll say Phillies once they can find a leadoff hitter. Unless oh. you're, you're going, to, Chad. How about you, buddy? You always bat a leadoff. Yeah, you think Chad, you're, you're a leadoff. Hitter. I can't do worse than Kyle Schwarber. At least I'll put the I'll make contact <laughs> and maybe have a chance to beat a ball out. I will say this: Chad I'm, just I'm, said he couldn't do worse than a major league baseball he player. Couldn't. Come on now. <laughs> no, Obviously, I'm exaggerating. I'm not a major wait league a baseball player. Wait I think everyone understood that. No, no, wait a minute. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll save that for another uh, day. That was the most Here's our, we're going, I've ever we're going seen, to our, uh We're going to that our... That was great, uh, Jim. <laughs> Jimmy Jim shut us right up. This our right producer, now. Big uh, Jim the producer, just X'd us yeah, right he's, now. Yeah, he's the one that had to listen okay. to it. That's Yankee. why we need him here. <laughs> yeah, good, all right, good call, Jim. All right, here we Jim. go. We're, all, uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, Rich Strikes. Kentucky my Deb. God. And people, do yourself a favor and watch... The video that they show from above. Watch the video where this horse in the Kentucky Derby, Rich Strike, the most exciting two minutes in sports, Kentucky Derby winner, Rich Strike, surged late for an 80-to-1 upset. People, this is why you take $100 when you're at the Kentucky Derby and you put it on an 80-to-1 spot because you know what? You might just walk out with 8000 um, this year's Derby winner, uh, Rich Strike, failed to qualify. He was the 20th horse, but received the spot at the starting gate when Ethereal Road was scratched the day before, allowing Rich Strike to pull once the, of the most shocking upsets of the 148-year history at Churchill Downs. Now, Rich Strike was the second longest odds to ever win the derby whiz kid finish me off here i mean that is insane first of all and the history do, behind rich strike as well and the owner do you believe in fate chuck do you believe in fate oh. Al, do you believe in fate you yes. have to watch this how guy. does this happen 80 to, he wasn't how does even this happen now i gotta watch another damn movie about a Rudy horse. I call him the Rudy horse because he couldn't win. Well, Go ahead. That overhead view was that the jockey got the got, horse yes. on the rail early. The, the Messier horse was tiring. He got outside of him and, and got on the rail again. And I mentioned to Chuck after that that, that probably he'll be, won't even be the favorite in the Preakness because it's a little no. shorter. And they just announced last night that they're not going to run the horse in the Preakness because rather than the two-week delay, they want to give him the five-week break and run Pre him into Belmont, into which Belmont. is a mile and a half, and it's the way this the horse part. finished. They want – and here, here, how about this for a fate? How about if you really love Joel Embiid and he's number 21 and that horse was 21? Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. Unbelievable. Maybe this. My brother-in-law, this sees Richie, uh, great athlete, great dad, great everything. Um uh, he was a terrific bowler, uh, the guy that had a few 300 games to his uh, record, and his first name was Rich. So my sister heard that the late entry into the race was Rich Strike, and she put 20 bucks on Rich Strike, and it, it's capped with the with the people that take the bets. So it, it paid out you know a thousand or slightly over that. Uh, but that was the rationale behind the bet; it made a lot of sense. 
and uh, and cash the ticket, which and, is, which is a good story. And not to get all like spiritual for it, but Rich Strike was bought for thirty thousand dollars, and if you insane. bowl a perfect game, that's a score of three hundred. That's I don't know. Like, so wait a minute. It's, it's a, a minute. weird day. The I don't want to go anywhere on the about that. The win. How about that. The that, win was worth one point eight six million. Right. One point eight six million for a horse that previously only earned only, but not bad, a respectable hundred and eleven thousand. And you know what's going to make it more amazing? And I, 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 I could be wrong here, but let's see. I, I'm not wishing against him, my lord. But I, he's skipping the next major race, his second leg. Third leg is the Belmont. Yeah, and that's the one. That's the, the, long that's the one. one that they all lose. I the, don't the... think you'll see him in the Belmont. I don't think the horse has it no. to do oh, it no. twice. Yeah, like, so you're saying he's not going to win place or show? He, definitely not. Yeah, he's going to go back to being his. Yeah. Then you're going to have yeah. to explain how to hell steroids. There, it's got to be no. something. Listen. If it's that my, if you if that guy if you tell me the owner how about the, how about being the owner it's Richie up in heaven made it happen listen <laughs> he got a horse can you imagine walking waking up that day and going to bed with approximately two million in your oh. pocket that you had no shot Plus at winning endorsements and bleeding oh, and God. everything and the else damn goes. movie that's going to come out go yeah. ahead Al what's amazing is. Last October, they ran that horse in a $30,000 claiming race. Anyone could have claimed it. That's amazing. Yeah, but who, yeah. Yeah, like I said. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's his greatest story, underdog story, Kentucky Derby stage. Yeah. Crazy. Unbelievable. Um, well, we've, we've, we've come to the, the end of our topics. We're going to go to We're going to make an executive decision to omit one. We did. As as the as our fans at Facebook Live have seen, yeah, uh, yeah. we we cut out uh, our last one it about, didn't make about it the process. process it but next cut. week, next week, maybe next week, we'll yeah. see. It didn't work. Um, How about that? That's it. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go to our rants, or I love this baby. Good oh, ad, Jimmy. Good so, ad, Jimmy. We changed a little bit. You you have it. You could you could rant or, or you could give us something uh, close it out. Yeah. something positive, or something that happened. To What's you? on start, your mind? We're gonna go around this way. So, Coach Al, you yeah. are first. I can hardly wait in the next week for all the comments that started after the Sixers game last night, and then Girardi. You didn't mention him, whatever. But Alvarado came in last night. I stayed up till twenty two watching that game. And the radio announcers did a job on Girardi because he brought Alvarado in. He pitched the seven batters. He walked a couple, and he didn't have anybody in the bullpen warming up. He was standing in the dugout like, and so they left him in too long. And that game got the seven-one. They were leading. It got to be seven-seven. The Phillies pulled it out nine-seven. And they should have pitched the guy that got the hit with second and third when he had first base open. They should have walked. Joe Taylor. Yep. Taylor. Joe yep. must go. Wizkid. All right. Since we skipped over the process, that's where I'll focus on my rant here this week. Sorry for stealing your thunder, Dad. It looks like you're bothered by it. I'm sorry. The process. Yeah, I, ju- I, th- I just I, do a better job. I, well, <laughs> no, you can add on to it then. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got You got to say it failed. Gotta love look, the father-son element. You, you look at the guys we don't have anymore, like the Drew Holiday. You look at what we have in place. We had Ben Simmons. Now we have James Harden. The whole fear of the beard thing is used to be great. Now it's a joke. I don't know what the Sixers are gonna do. Harden has to to use the player option because who wouldn't take forty-eight million dollars when you're probably not worth half of that? So he has to do that option. And the Sixers, they're, they're, they're going to be in trouble. They, they really are. They're not going to win with this guy. They may not even win with Embiid. And I love Embiid. He's so good. But they may not win with him. That may not just be who he is. He's a great player, but he's maybe not a winner at the end of the day. Probably not. Yeah, I'm just going to dovetail there. I don't know that I've ever seen an organization that starts with a guy like Joshua Howard, successful uh, Wall Streeter. And look at all of the major uh, decisions they've made adversely that have turned out just you know, unbelievably poor. Harden, uh, I'll say Hinky, the, the losing, the process. I don't know that you ever build a winning team by losing. There's certainly nothing here at Grimley Financial would ever do for an hour that had to do with not being successful. I understand the draft picks and all. It just sets a negative karma. And I don't think you could dial this back in next year and say another championship run with Embiid and Harden. 
Are you kidding me? When you know what awaits you in postseason, it's like you don't get his results every postseason. How could you move forward with Harden? I just think it's they're at an intersection of hell. 20 seconds. I just heard this morning the Sixers cannot trade a, a first-round draft choice till 2029. That's such oh a all right, guys, I got three quick points. First, I, I'm proud to be from Hamilton, New Jersey, as I'm showing the uh, Facebook Livers. I want to congratulate the 1949. As we get into the Little League season and the Little League World Series, I want to congratulate, as Coach Al gave me this beautiful color picture, the 1949 Hamilton Little League, who won the Little League World Championship. Second, guys, the schedule came out. Just let them play. The Eagles' schedule, we got them at 18-0, whatever we said today. Everyone's arguing and fighting. Just relax, enjoy the games, and uh, for the love of God, let them play out. You know, now we're going to fight because you thought they were going to go 4-1 and and they're 0-5. You're saying give Hurts a chance. Just give Hurts a chance. Yeah, I agree. Um, Uh... I want to wish my lovely bride a happy anniversary. I love you very much. 27 uh, blissful years of this in my head. Oh, she is. And, uh, and finally, I want to say, guys, stop biting off our show. If you want us so damn bad, just hire us. We'll gladly come anywhere you want. But stop taking what we say and putting them on TV or on the radio because we're giving you stuff here. I promise you that no one else is doing, okay? We're about to start making fake statistics. <laughs> we are. I'm going to yes, we're going to make fake statistics. That's a great idea and we're going to do that. So everybody, uh, please like, share, check us out. Uh, speaking of sports, SOS uh, Chad, tell them where they can find us. Speakingofsportspod.com on Twitter. We are Speaking of Sports Podcast or Speak underscore of underscore sports. And at our email, Speaking of Sports Pod at Gmail. And as always, if you have a comment, give me a call, 609 828 We'll field it. We'll put it on the show or bring you into the boardroom. Have a good Guys, weekend. we will see you all next week. Thank you for uh, stopping in. And uh, my Facebook Live people, we will see you all in seven days. Take us out, Jimmy.